0: Christopher Nolan's Tenet was the first film I saw in the cinema between the end of Lockdown 1 and the start of Lockdown 2. It was the perfect film to see at that moment, a big-budget nonsensical thrill. Or so I thought. It had everything going for it, a new original story, from a director I love, a score by Ludwig Göransson, and a cast of excellent actors. So why did I leave the cinema disappointed? I presumed it was because the atrocious sound design has rendered much of the dialogue incomprehensible, so I vowed to watch the film again. With subtitles. As we entered into another lockdown, this promise slipped from my mind until last week when I decided to sit down and re watch Tenet in the hope that I'd understand it. Since my initial viewing, I'd plenty of good reviews and breakdowns of how the time travel worked, and so I thought I would definitely understand the film this time. I was correct, on second viewing, I understood the mechanics of the film much better. But I still didn't really enjoy it that much. In an effort to understand why this was, I went back through the Nolan catalog and watched Inception, Dunkirk. Memento and Interstellar again. Through watching those I think I discovered the problems with Tenet. Which are. 1. The characters. 2. The stakes. 3. The plot. Let's start with the characters. On the surface they seem very similar to Nolan's others. Neil is very similar to Cobb in Inception, he knows the world already and explains the plot to the protagonist but where Cobb had a family, a deep personal connection to the story Neil feels like an empty husk. I understand that this is important so the final twist works but it leaves me with no sense of connection to him and so I don't care about him, the same can be said for the protagonist he has even less of a connection to the story, he's thrown into the world but has no previous relationships which can be used to create jeopardy. Ordinarily the lack of personal stakes for characters wouldn't make much difference to a film. In a James Bond film, We know that Bond has little to no personal relationships that are in danger, the stakes line in some end-of-the-world plot, which has been shown to work or at least be dangerous. Tenet completely fails to define any stakes whatsoever. We are told that the characters need their own oxygen supply when inverted, but we don't see anyone die because they've taken it off. Okay. Maybe that's a poor example because John David Washington does actually start to choke when the mask is removed. Let's look at why JDW has to invert in the first place. Cat has been shot by an inverted bullet which is deadlier than a normal bullet. How and in what way we are never shown but it must be super bad, or we'd never get the inverted car chase. And Cat is healthy again in a matter of moments, so why is this any different from a normal bullet, to be honest it seems to me to be less dangerous. Finally, Satyr has been supporting a scheme that someone in the future has, to invert the whole world. Why? Absolutely no idea. The main question is do we ever see what the consequences might be? And the answer is no. Presumably if they successfully invert the world everyone will die as there won't be any oxygen. Which would mean that the people in the future who inverted the world would never have been born. Creating a paradox. And because we know that everyone isn't already dead, we can assume they won. So the battle becomes meaningless spectacle. All the soldiers are exactly the same, I don't care if they live or die and know nothing about them. Let's compare this to Dunkirk a film set in and around an event with a defined outcome that everyone watching already knows. We know that three quarters of the soldiers on that beach got back to England so why should we be worried, there are hundreds of soldiers there that we know nothing about. At this point Tenet and Dunkirk diverge, whereas Tenet focuses solely on spectacle Dunkirk chooses to set up its characters, I don't know who they are or where they're from. But I do know what they've been through during the war and I've seen what they've been through at Dunkirk. Therefore, I care, I've seen them escape death two or three times and each time someone doesn't make it, there is real jeopardy, once Barry Keown dies, a character we've spent a lot of time with, learned his motivations, the audience feels that anyone could be next. Time travel often makes stakes difficult to work with. Doctor Who has both failed and succeeded in this regard. When the character of River Song is introduced, we find out she already knows the doctor, she then proceeds to die at the end of the episode, this means that, when she comes back again, Like the Doctor there is never any sense that either of them might die. This is where the Doctor's companion comes in. Every episode could be their last and it has happened many times. This character is not only the audience surrogate, something Tennant doesn't have, but also provides a reason for the audience to care about the episode. There is no point in having a monster of the week and a cast of nameless one-offs as the only characters beside the Doctor because we know he will survive and we don't care about the others. The companion has a life similar to ours, they are vulnerable and breakable. The main problem with Tenet, and Chibnall era who is there's no pre-titles death to establish the danger. But I digress. What I am saying is Tenet is missing any reason to care, we don't know about the characters, the only one with any development, Cat, is sidelined and we are told the stakes are high but never shown they are. Inception shows us why the stakes are high, using the dream machines can be fatal. And so, we worry for the characters whenever they use one. Inception also has an audience surrogate in Ariadne and actual backstory for our main character Cobb. Every one of Nolan's films is character first plot second, except Tenet. Interstellar is about the relationship between a man and his daughter first and a space mission second. The plot is a problem with Tenet, on first viewing I was content to let the film wash over me, to ignore the problems in narrative, I told myself it didn't matter and that I should just enjoy the film but on second viewing it really got to me. The narrative is so different from typical Nolan film, it seems more like a string of set pieces linked by a very thin thread. In some cases, like the car chases, the spectacle aids the story. In other places, like the plane bit, it feels like an excuse for spectacle. All of the characters who aid JDW, except Neil are introduced here and never seen again, they don't appear to have any links to Tenet and seem wasted. I think that Hamesh Patel could have been swapped with that other beardy guy and the plot would have functioned perfectly. I just see no reason for the plane to have to crash through the airport. Surely, they could have snuck in more subtly and then the rest of the plot would have been simpler. Personally, I think it says a lot about the importance of the scene when I can't even remember what they were doing in the Freeport in the first place. The film is full of these spectacular moments that are there purely for the trailer. Inception has its own fair share of these shots, the city turning upside down is great for the trailer, but crucially it conveys just how different the dream world is from our own reality. And it's something that has influenced pop culture and stayed with audiences. The plane sequence from Tenet is a good hook and is fun while it's on but I doubt it will stay in the public consciousness very long. That isn't to say there aren't good things about Tenet, aside from some awful sound design the film is, technically, flawless. Gorenson's pulsating score is incredible. The CGI is top-notch. John David Washington delivers an excellent performance. The film is by no means bad. It tries to do a lot of things and, sadly some of those things don't work. Nolan went for scale and spectacle over character, and succeeded. But when I go to see a Nolan film, I expect more than spectacle, I expect my brain to be engaged, I expect his films to have layers that reveal more about the characters on second viewing. Nolan's films for me have always been about the characters, and Tenet has layers that can be seen on rewatch, but personally, they don't enhance the story, merely make it more understandable. I've read reviews that say Nolan films are great because they provoke rewatches, they don't talk down to their audiences. I agree when it comes to Inception, I get more out of that film every time I see it because I've thought about it and can bring that to the film, but on first viewing I understood the plot and could actually enjoy it, I wasn't left confused by what I had seen, I was left questioning the events and the ending. That's why I don't like Tenet.